Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'll be sitting down with some phenomenal women to discuss love. I believe we grew distant out of love of some type. Like, I don't want to hurt you. Loss. Really don't know what's going to trigger that feeling of grief in any moment. And a topic very important to my work, self-care. I'm holding on to this self-care with every ounce of me. (laughs) Join us as we journey through sharing together. A lot of these conversations are pretty private and these women are courageous and vulnerable and transparent and that alone shows us that we're not alone in our struggle. This week's guest is Dion Ivory. Dion is a creative and artist that I have worked with for branding and logo design, and she's also a woman that I look up to and I am very inspired by. Dion's work is really relatable, I feel like, because she is grounded in belief and faith and striving to be the best person and artist that she can be, and I feel like that will really inspire those listening. Faith is letting go and letting God. Here's Dion's story. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So I am here today with the amazing artist Dion Ivory. Hello. Thank you. you. Hey, hi, 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 hi. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. Um, So I just want to, first of all, before we get started, my new book is out and you illustrated and it's amazing. And I just wanted to, you know, see, gauge your excitement about it. Like, how is that for you? First of all, I've been flying through all types of walls because (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God, this cannot be real. Even when you came to me to do this, I was just, I was just livid, like in a great way. I was like, Oh my God, like I've been trying to manifest this. I'm like, I love working with you. Cause you know, we did small projects yeah. here and there, but for you to commission me to do your book, I'm like, bro, this is it. This is like, <laughs> this is it. So I mean, of course it had um, to be you. I mean, who else? <laughs> well, thank you. That makes me feel amazing. Um, so yeah, the process was awesome when I finally, you know, got to hold the book in my hand, I was very emotional because the words and then like the, uh, the illustrations, everything was just so perfect and so magical. And then it was just like two black women coming together to like create something amazing for other black women to experience. So that just made me really happy. Well, that makes me thrilled beyond happy. And when I saw the first, the final, you know, copy with the green foiling and your artwork and I was just like, oh, this is everything. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I want the listeners to to learn a little bit about you before I start, you know, asking all the questions. So can you tell us a little bit about you and your work and and just what you do? Okay. yeah. Um, So I am a black artist and creative entrepreneur. I do a lot, of course. Um, I'm a photographer illustrator. I'm the art director for Black Girl and Ohm. 
Uh, I'm a writer. I also visually consult and brand small businesses owned by women of color. And I'm co-founder of Lifestyle with Ivory and Ash, which is a new lifestyle goods brand that I just launched in December. So that's like 5,000 things, mm -hmm. but they Amazing all things. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all for black women and women of color. So I just, I love my career and I'm so thankful that I'm in the space of doing what I want to do. Um, and then being supported by women that I do it for, mm -hmm. you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. I forget how I found you, but, and it's so funny because we've never met in person, but I feel like I all of our interactions, I'm like, oh, I know her. Like, she's my best friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I know right. her. Um, yeah. But that's what I really love about you is that you make it a point to connect and build community. And that's what Hey Girl is about. So I want to, I want to jump in and ask you. I mean, you're a wife. You just got married. I think yes, you got married a little bit after Ryan and I, or was that before? Oh, that's a great question. You know what? I think it was after because I designed your invitation before I got married. Yes, you did. Right. Yeah. So where were May? Yeah, we got married in May and then you guys got married shortly after. So how is work life wife balance going for you um, in terms of your career and, you know, being all a newlywed and all the, the nooks and crannies of that? Honestly, my partner, Eric, is like the best husband. It is so divine that I got to marry him out of like all the people that I've ever met because yeah. he's also an artist um, and he's so he's just such a great husband and he just allows me to be free. He allows me to create and he's so supportive. Like he gives me all the confidence in the world. So <laughs> I just feel like I'm superwoman. It's just great to have a partner who understands what you do right. and who can also offer a creative perspective, you know, about your work and, and all that stuff. So it's been great. I love it. He's a teacher. He's a phenomenal writer, phenomenal photographer. Um, he inspires me all the time, you know, to just be myself, to be authentic um, and to not care about other people's opinions. So it's great. I love being married. It's like I'm married to my best friend. Mm -hmm. both, of, both of us are like idiots. Like we're <laughs> always calling each other ugly, just being real stupid. But it's being fun. crazy. <laughs> Jigging everywhere. It's like, it's just the perfect marriage. Right. So I'm really, really blessed. It was, it's great. That's so wonderful. Um, Thank you. So you were a teacher at one point, right? Oh my God, yes. Are you still <laughs> teaching or no? And if you're not, you mentioned being a creative entrepreneur. So are you full-time creative entrepreneuring these days? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I was an English teacher for fourth grade for one semester. And then I taught art for a year. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, I was like, mm -mm. I was like, Lord, I know this is not, this is not <laughs> my calling. I'm getting up out of here with the quickness. So as soon as we relocated to Chicago, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to step out on faith and mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I know you've called me to do, which is to like honor like my individuality and just really become an entrepreneur. Cause I've always known at like an early age that God had something like reserved for me once I became an adult mm -hmm. um, in terms of my career choice. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was going to be unconventional. Yeah. So, you know, now I'm doing that and I, and I feel great. I, I do consider myself a teacher, but not a, a in traditional. The traditional. Yeah. You know, in yeah. a traditional sense. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm educating people all the time, whether it be through, you know, self-care, wellness or art and branding or whatever or about Jesus, like whatever right. it is that, you know, <laughs> people want to come to me about. I'm here to teach them. So, oh, yeah. Teaching is it, it, my husband still does it. And I'm like, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> how you do it? Yes. <laughs> You mentioned stepping out on faith, and I remember that feeling when I quit my job mm -hmm. five years ago now. And mm -hmm. yeah, 
wow, that's a long time ago. Um, I think I told this story. Um, it, it might have been to you or I tell it all the time whenever I'm like, yes, quit your job and like <laughs> and go for your creative career. Yeah. If you need inspiration, I have some. Um, but no, I was working for this nonprofit in D.C. Charlie, uh, my daughter, had just started kindergarten and I had a best selling book out at the time was Warren's words from a wanderer and I was just like why am I at this job it is the worst I'm missing homework I'm missing you know everything as far as kindergarten goes and I'm not fulfilled and I remember the last day so I'll make this quick so it was I put my two-week notice in and um, they begged me to stay. They gave me a raise and begged me to stay. And against my better judgment, I stayed. Oh, wow. But ironically, two weeks after that, my boss called me a low-budget employee, and I quit on the spot. What? And, yeah, it was crazy. But I really think that was God and the universe working divinely together to be like, you need to get on up out of here. It is mm-hmm. This is not where you need to be. And crazily enough, I called Ryan when I quit. He was still in California at the time. We were still long distance. And he was, you know, cheering me on, my best friend. I was nervous, but I was either going to fly or I was going to fail. Right. And that goes with everything in life. Um, and after I quit, I think a week later, Ohio State University booked me for my very first college appearance and it was a wrap from then on. So mm-hmm. you mentioned just going out on faith. Like, how did that look for you? Were you scared? Were there moments of doubt? Were you unsure? How did that look for you? Absolutely. Um, I was very fearful in the beginning because I'm like, I know that I have these amazing gifts and like people are asking me to do this, that, and the third, but is this going to continue? Like, are people always going to work with me, you know, um, or desire to use my services for whatever. Um, and so it just really got, it just came down to me really trusting God, Mm -hmm. like following my intuition, which is his way of communicating with me and saying, Lord, you know, I always talk about faith. I'm always like, you got to just believe God when he tells (laughs) you to do it, be obedient. You're going to see the fruit of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can't be out here talking about all this, not backing it up with action. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did that. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you to provide. Um, I'm going to a whole nother state. You know, this is territory that I'm unfamiliar with, but yeah. I'm trusting you to carry me, carry me in the season, me and my husband. Yeah. Um, and of course he always proves himself to be true. Mm-hmm. You know, he always comes through for me always. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like these gifts that I have, they just, I don't have them for just no reason. You right. know what I'm saying? It's right. like, God, put all of these amazing things in me to go out and execute, to go out and share, to go out and serve. And so I think that by realizing that I'm put here to serve people in some capacity, you know, we're all called to be servants, but we serve in different ways. Like you serve with your amazing words and your testimony and your self-care practices, all of that. And it does amazing things for black women. I'm called to serve people through my art, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, through my um, personality and through um, just being relatable, you Mm -hmm. know? So I'm like, that's what I'm called to do. I'm going to stick with that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be fearful and regret living a life that God didn't call for me to live, you know? So it's just, man, being faithful, like 
reading my Bible, praying, and then being around people who support you. That's mm -hmm. so important, yeah, absolutely. you know, absolutely. surrounding yourself with people who celebrate who you are, celebrating you at your lowest points, you know, affirming you. All of those things are necessary. So faith is, is such a beautiful thing because you never know what's on the other side right, of right. what happens when you say yes to God. Right. Right. You know, right. And it's so it's so funny that you said that, because especially about people in your corner, like having people in your corner who support you, because I didn't feel like I had that. Mm. You know, so I I had this young kid, you know, single mother, you know, health insurance, you have you have to pay bills, you got to do all this stuff. And I had parents who were like, mm, you want to write like. <laughs> like that's not like you need health insurance you can't quit your job because you need health insurance it's like oh God, yes. I can get health insurance <laughs> like I can pay my premium I can get health insurance but it's just those things in your head like well what if I can't get health insurance or, right. or well, what if I suck at writing or what if this is really just a hobby you know what whatever the negative self-talk when you don't have people saying go for it and see what happens go for it mm -hmm. and see what happens I didn't have that support from my parents specifically my mom until I went for it and saw what happened and things started working in my favor. Right. I, th I really just think that's because our parents are from a different generation. They're all about stability. They're all about having all your ducks in a row and retirement <laughs> and just money mm -hmm. and specifically being a black woman. Like yes. we need to have our own money. We need to have a cushion to fall back on. And my mom is all about that. Very corporate, very, you know, by the book. I really didn't get support from her which is the support I wanted um, mm -hmm. for a long time. And it's so crazy. Up until last year, she was working these six-figure jobs, corporate, you know, making all the money, but had no happiness. Wow, yeah. And she quit her job last year and hasn't worked in a year. That's amazing. And I'm like, go ahead. She's been volunteering. She's been trying to find different ways to fulfill. She's been getting her health in order and just living a purposeful life and it was so crazy when we had this discussion she was like you inspired me to oh, do this that's so beautiful and my mom isn't very mushy she's not very like you can do it she's not outwardly that way she's mm -hmm. much so an observer and like she may give you some props <laughs> quarterly you know that she sees yeah, you I know what you, mean. you know what yeah. I mean but right. but but that support like I needed that and I had it from Ryan. And I think that's the only thing that kept me going is having it from my husband because I was nervous. I'm like, I'm about How to be out here. It? How am I going to do it? And then yeah. I was like, but I've been doing it. I've always had writing on the side, art on the side, whether it be creating jewelry or body care products. Like I've mm -hmm. already always had that. But why can't I have it full time is what I had to ask myself. And then it's like, I want to be around for my kid. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so happy you mentioned that too. And I think it's beautiful that it took your mother seeing you like to be an anomaly of some sort, you know, mm -hmm. going out and accomplishing your dreams, even though they look unconventional to say, wow, like she can stand on her own. Yeah. She went for it. She did not go the route that I went, but she's able to be successful in her own right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, success looks different for everybody, for everybody, you know, and not everyone can do, can be an entrepreneur or would want to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be, right. if you're fulfilled in your job, like whatever you're fulfilled in, just do it. Right. I just want people to be happy. I'm like, I just want to see you smile. I want to see you glow because we live a, such a short life. Like yeah. it's not worth it. You yeah. know? Totally. 
Look, we get it. Your child is incredibly curious and a lot of toys and activities these days just don't keep their attention. Well, keep them engaged with hours of fun with Little Passports. Little Passports is a subscription box full of toys and games for children of all ages that educates and entertains. For $12.95 per month, there's tons to explore right from your own home. Little Passports box is delivered right to your door every month and each package contains exciting hands-on learning for kiddos three and up. You can feed their inner scientist with the science expedition pack, which is full of cool experiments to try, or you can even make your own slime. And just for my listeners, Little Passports is offering 15% off of any subscription. That means your child could be flying rockets or looking through a microscope in no time. Use offer code HeyGirl at checkout for 15% off your order. That's HeyGirl at LittlePassports.com. I recently started wearing a new bra by Third Love, and I absolutely adore it. Did you know that breast shape matters when you're finding a good fit? I didn't. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. I found the Fit Finder quiz really helpful when I was picking out my Third Love bra. I didn't know I was wearing the wrong size for so long. I think what's really awesome about this is that over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date, and it's actually a pretty fun experience. I answered a few simple questions, and I found my perfect fit in about 60 seconds. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, which is more sizes than most other brands, including their signature half cup sizes. Not only that, but Third Love is convenient. You can skip the trip to the mall, Find your fit with their online fit finder, order, try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. What really sold me on Third Love was the 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. What's not to love? Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering Hey Girl listeners 15% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash heygirl to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash heygirl for 15% off today. So my next question for you, creating your own way and style as an artist, how has that been? Because I read an article where you were saying that mm. it's really hard sometimes in this space being a black woman because there's not many of us in this space, specifically specifically in the art space. And right. then the ones who are, it's like they're all compared to each other. So oh, how has that been for you, creating your own way and style as a black artist? In the beginning um, of me, like illustrating my work, well, mm -hmm. specifically just illustrating, not photography. Right. Well, no, right. I can I can put them both together. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, no. yeah. Put uh, them both. Photography is very interesting, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially when you're on Instagram. Um, and I know that like there's like this these black creatives that we all know. Yeah. You know, it's like this circle. We yeah. all know everybody in that circle. Yeah. And um, you know, there's a lot of male photographers who are killing it and everything like that. But for like black women, it's, it's not a many. few of us. It's just it's a few. Not, right. It's it's not that many of us. Right. Um and you know, some people are quote unquote more successful because of like Instagram numbers, yeah. which is 
which we should not no gauge. we shouldn't <laughs> oh god yeah that's a whole nother discussion <laughs> but like we have that and then you know people are like in new york living their lives and they're all stylish and this and that and then people just people equate like success to numbers or mm-hmm. like you know engagement on your instagram mm-hmm. just all of these these stupid things we're measuring people by right yeah, yeah. and it's like I'm over here in Texas. I mean, this is at the time. I was over here in Texas doing my own little thing, creating art that made me feel great, mm-hmm. creating art that I didn't see from anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would have people come in my ear, Dion, you know, oh, you know, you remind me of such and such, mm-hmm. or you should go this route. And I'm like, Mm-mm. you do not understand how annoying and how discouraging that is. Yeah. Because you don't even know where I'm trying to go. Right. You don't know anything, right. you know? <laughs> it's like, who, who's saying that I want to go that route? Right. You know, you don't know my purpose. You don't know my motive behind what I'm doing. You don't know my story. Right. You don't know anything. All you do, all you're seeing is me doing photography and you, you're feeling the need to say that because there's another black woman in a similar space that right. I should be, you know, parallel to what she's doing. Right. And that's, and it's like, I'm not honoring who God called me to be if I, if I do that, right. you know, and I want to make sure that at all times that I'm creating from an authentic place. Exactly. And if that doesn't mean that I have like a million followers, that's totally okay because that's not what I'm doing it for. Exactly. Exactly. And then, too, it's so rewarding when there are women who reach out to me via email or DM me and they're like, I'm so inspired by the work you do, this, that, and the third. And it's like, thank you, because I'm not doing it to please people. I'm doing it to actually um, mean Change. something, mm-hmm. you know, to to initiate a dialogue of some sort around mm-hmm. the, the way Black women are seeing themselves and the way um, the world sees us. Mm-hmm. So it's just really rewarding for people to really resonate with my work, you mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. and. Um, there's so many amazing illustrators. Oh my God. Like black women illustrators. I'm like, yes, like (laughs) I'm so happy to be amongst like all of these phenomenal women. And that hasn't been a very competitive field Mm -hmm. as much as photography. Mm -hmm. Um, cause we, it's, it's like a, like everyone has a really unique style, right? right? You know, like my illustrations look like my illustrations. When you see them, you know, it's Dion Ivory. Exactly. You know, yeah, and same for the other, same for other artists. Mm-hmm. So I think that's great. No, I yeah. really, I really think that's great, and it resonates because I almost feel like when you're black in the creative space, we're instantly lumped together, and it's very strange because then we lose our identity in that, or, yes. or our art is like it's lost in translation. You know it what I mean? Lost. Um, right. And I really, I really think that's a great point that you made that, you know, you're in your own lane and no matter why you started, exactly. Remember why you started. Right. Exactly. So important. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So let me see what else. Girl, I'm loving this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So how have you built community through your art? So you relocated from Texas to Chicago Mm-hmm. How were you able to bring your community with you or how were you able to not feel like you left community behind? Let me see. First of all, I mean, what I do, I don't have to necessarily be in one space to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of the field that I'm in. It's like I can be in China creating art for black women and, and I'm building community there. Right. You know, right. Um, right. I think that my experience as a black woman Um, connects me automatically to other Black women around the world. It's how I'm able to build community throughout the affirmations that I write on my illustrations Mm -hmm. or the post or my articles on my blog. Mm -hmm. And I would say, like, cultivating relationships. That's the most important thing. Like, I don't 
operate well when it's when I'm working with awkward people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's just like I want to get to know you. Yeah. Like, who are you? What's your backstory? Yeah. It's just weird, yeah. and I don't like weird situations. You know, <laughs> so I I think that I'm able to build relationships with with everyone who commissions work for me. Like, yeah. it makes me feel great. I'm like, I'm not in the business of just trying to take your money. Right. Like, no, how can I plant seeds in your life? How can I be a guiding light of some sort? How can I receive blessings from you? Like, yeah. how can I learn from your testimony? So yeah. I'm able to build community anywhere that I'm, a, anywhere that I'm, I'm, I'm at, I'm yeah. located, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, and that's what art does. You're able to reach people from, and I'm over here in the U.S. I'm over here connecting with people in the U.K. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's super dope. It's, so It's amazing. Yeah, it um, is. And I and I feel that with you when I work with you. And it's so funny now. I feel like I can just send you an idea and be like, you know, my aesthetic go for Absolutely. it. And that's what I love. Like you did my logo, my business card. You did our Bowman Co. logo on our business cards. You did me and the me and the husband's um, the wedding thing. Like everything I want that I'm like, <laughs> Dion, OK, I can just send it to Dion because she's going to get it done. Um, and then it's usually like if I have something I want changed, you change it and it's like even 10 times better than it was before. And it's just, it feels great to be heard and to be understood. Understood. Creatively, like, yeah. Cause sometimes I'm like, I don't know color palette. I don't know. Just make it how you make it and we'll go from there. And that's like that trust that I have in you and your work specifically when it comes to my brand, mm -hmm. it really makes me feel amazing. Like, I'm always sending people your way. Oh, you need a graphic designer. You need a photographer. No, go to Dion. <laughs> Seriously, that really means a lot. Cause it's like, dang, like once you start commissioning me for a lot of stuff, I was like, wow, she really trusts me. Like this is really dope. Like this is a consistent relationship, and that's what I would want for my other clients too. And I just want to say that I'm so, 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 so grateful that you like allowed me to create so many things for you. That was a good like confidence booster too. Yeah. It's like, you know, you can work with people here and there, but for someone to consistently come, come to back. you all the time yeah. for something, it just makes you feel like, hey, I know what I'm doing. This yeah. person really trusts me. Yeah. Um, and then also like you bringing people my way, I'm like, yes, Lord, you know I need to pay these bills. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to sustain myself here. So thank you for like sharing my work consistently. And, Always. Um, just being awesome. And I'm kind of obsessed too when I like things from hair products to clothes to services from people. So like, I'm always like, okay, well I need like, if I like a shampoo, I'm going to buy up the, the whole aisle of shampoo that I like because that's just what I like. If I yes. like an artist, I'm going to keep going back to them because that's what I like. And I always share the wealth because, and it's so funny because people see, me and they think like I get stuff for free. I'm like, no, I'm paying. Like I am paying and investing in the things and people that I love and believe in. And I feel like that's also important too as a creative because in the world of social media, you really never know what's mm. authentic and what's not. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, if I'm sharing something and I really think I've done a good job at this, that people know that I spent my money. Yes, I tell people <laughs> that too. I'm like, I'm gonna let y'all know right now, Alex L pays. Pays seriously dollars. People, <laughs> she does pay dollars, and I'm so thankful for that because first of all, you're a creative, so you know how it is. Absolutely. People try to get over on you all the all time. The time. Oh, girl, I got a million followers. You know, do this for me for free, and it's just like, no. How, how am I gonna eat? Right. How do you expect for me to survive? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. off numbers. No, that's not that's not gonna work. So I appreciate you for that too. Always. And, it's, yes. and and you know what's so funny? My next question to you, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs have had this struggle. I know I have, 
is naming your worth. Um, so this is a kind of a good segue from what we were just talking about, because I remember letting you know that I wanted a logo for Hey Girl. And then my budget was tight at the time. So I was like, OK, it's OK. And then you're like, I'll do it for free. I was like, absolutely not. You won't do it for free. Like, no. So while, while I appreciate that all the time, like I always appreciate when people are like, well, let's barter. Let's do this. It's like, no, because I am an artist and I know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. You know, I just know what it feels like. So with that said, how, how did you come to name your worth and be comfortable with that? Um, because I, I know with my book deal, we had a lot of I didn't pay you directly, but my publisher did. And we had a lot of negotiation going on. Mm-hmm. And h- how did you get to the point where you were like, OK, I like this number. I, I feel safe with this number. I don't think they're trying to get over on me. Like, how do you do that with your clients, big and small? I would say in the beginning, there was a lot of times people would say, Dion, can you create this for me? Mm-hmm. And so I just, I would throw out a number that I think that they could afford. Mm. I wouldn't think about me. I would just think about them, you know? Yeah. Um, and not saying that I don't work with people because I do, right. but um, I just left me out of the equation. And then I'll, you know, once I gave them a number, I'll walk away and I'm like, Dion, why did you do that? And I just felt completely just uncomfortable I wasn't at peace with the number that I gave them I'm like Dion you're about to do this that and the third for this person like hey if they're coming to you obviously they like your work and if they feel like you're worth it they're gonna pay pay what you you offer you know right and so it's honestly it's been a struggle I'm not gonna lie because I'm a softie and like money is very awkward a lot of people don't know this but like money in the conversation of like paying and all that it's so awkward for me and I don't know why you know, it's um, strange. It's a strange place to navigate because yes. money in general is just it makes the world go round. Unfortunately, that's just how it goes. Like you you you, you need money to make money yes, um, you do. and all of those things. So I, I can understand that for right. sure. I, I've seen how like I've I've been involving in my artwork and like. I know for a fact that when I do work for people, I give them the best. When yeah. people come to me, I am so confident that they're going to walk away with the best possible thing, the best possible product, experience, drawing, photograph, whatever. And I'm like, you know what, Dion? If you know this, then you need to like put your money where your mouth is and tell these people, look, I know for sure that I'm going to give you something amazing. I want an amazing offer. Right. Like You're going to pay for quality. That's what it is. I realize that my work is quality. I'm not just out here, you know, just drawing make lines a quick and making dollar. up stuff, yeah. you know, doing things like half ass. I'm not doing that. I'm right. coming to people, giving them all of me. Yeah. Right. So I'm and I'm like, this is my job. I should not feel bad for trying to sustain myself. Yeah. When you go to work, you clock in from nine to five, you're going to get paid at a number that you feel comfortable at. And right. for me, because my work is untraditional and I'm not in an office space, it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be paid, you know, what I feel like I'm worth. Absolutely. So I have to constantly affirm myself all the time. And my husband is here to support me. And then I have Lauren, mm-hmm. um, Lauren Ash, yeah. like she's like very, very aggressive. And it's good for me because I'm learning from her all the time. Like, yeah, yeah you know what? Speak up for yourself. Yeah. Do that. And so it's just, it's a working practice. Now I'm able to say, I charge this amount of money. If you can't do it, we can work something out with like a payment plan. Mm-hmm. But or other something. than that, I, I, can't, I just can't do it because right. I can't insult myself. Yeah. I can't do that, yeah. you know? And I think so, a lot of, I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that at first. Like I remember mm-hmm. when I first established my speaking fee, I was like, you're out of your mind. Like, no one is going to pay that to see you. Right. And then college after college, and they got the big dollars. 
were right, like they do. <laughs> writing those checks like it was nothing. And yeah. of course, I will work with people too, specifically if it's at a college and it's a um, a young organization at a college or whatever the case may be, and they're raising funds. Of course, I'm flexible. But in the beginning, I was just like naming my number was so awkward. I'm like, it, yes, what? And then when people were paying the number I was naming without any questions, I was like, I, wow, like, wow. I and know, I felt it, really proud it, because you, you do right. It's it, it, you, you're getting an experience for, from me as someone who's going to come and speak to you, who's going to come and read to you, who's going to come and teach. You're getting an experience, so I had to remember that. Like you're allowed to name your worth in the business field and not feel like a jerk about it because sometimes it leaves you feeling jerky. Like that's I, what it is. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Did I did I give them? Was that too high? And if people can't afford it, but they really want to work with you still, I've learned that. Okay, I can I can maybe be flexible. It makes me feel awkward just in general about money and handling that type of stuff. Um, but I, I'm all for negotiating too specifically if I love the work that someone else is doing and they want to you know what I mean so it's just all about it's all about give and take you know something you just mentioned it made me think about Beyonce because you talked about experience yeah and seriously that's what people pay for they pay for an experience yeah so like we never I mean I'm never going to question Beyonce (laughs) charging whatever she charges because she is going to give me the best thing I've ever seen in life yeah she's going to give you every dollar's worth and exactly. And if I look at my work, like Beyonce looks at her work, I'm like, you know what? I'm Gucci. I'm good. I feel good <laughs> offering this number. Yes. You That's know, it. same for you. You're giving people an experience. And yeah. And that's amazing. So thank you for saying that. That made me feel better about like naming my number and, and being confident at the number that I give to people. That's good. So, so we're going to wrap this up. It's been it's been so great talking to you. I thank would you. love to get. Your top two tips for creative entrepreneurs I would say that authenticity will take you places that imitation can't Mm, that's great thank you that was literally the Holy Spirit because I was like Lord I don't know what I'm about to say (laughs) that just came to my mind so yeah that's one (laughs) and then number two um I would say I just posted this on my Twitter I think like do not be afraid to stand up for yourself and fight for what you think that you deserve. Mm-hmm. So those are my two tips. Wonderful. Those are great tips. Can you Thank let you. everybody know where they can find you, your your art, your blog, everything? Yes. Let okay. Us know. <laughs> um, so you guys can find me on Instagram at Dion Ivory. It's not Dune Ivory. It's Dion. <laughs> it's D E U N. I-V-O-R-Y. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dion Ivory. My website is www.dionivory.me. Um, Just I'm www. Also- dot or www. Dot? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> no, we know, we know, we know. <laughs> DionIvory.me. I'm going to just leave the W's out of it. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Black Girl and Ohm if you follow us on there. And then Ivory and Ash Life is a new brand that I just launched, which you guys are going to love um, on great. Instagram. And I think those are all my handles. Awesome. And she also has a, a page with her husband that I love. It's called oh, We yes. Colored, right? We Colored. Love but it. it's like W-E-C-O-L-O-U-R-E-D. Yeah, yes. y- y'all need to check that out. It's pretty great. Thank you. We glad we're glad you like. It. Oh, we're trying to meet y'all too. We want to meet you and your husband when we come to 
Whenever y'all come this way or we come out there, we are going to make it happen. Yes, and it's going to be fantastic. Awesome. All right, well, we're going to, I'll let you go. Thank you so, so, so much. Yes, thank you. It was so much fun. You guys have a great day. You too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey Girl is a member of the District Productive Network. Produced by Jamie Benson and me, Alex L. Music provided by DC's own Kokai. Kokai.